Well, the new year is upon us, and many of you are just beginning your homeschool journey. And to that, I say, well done. Here is my special New Year's gift for you. Take the time to check out my friends at the Institute for Excellence in Writing. There you will find free writing lessons, support materials, and a complete magalog. Go to IEW.com forward slash Heidi for more information. Hey, everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Thanks for tuning in to Off the Bench. Today is Wednesday, January 19th. Today, we're going to go over some of the headlines and get a little bit of encouragement from the Bible. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. Well, I, I've had a, a very interesting week, and I'll, I'll go into it. I think more is that this show progresses. We've got some guests coming on the show, lots and lots and lots of things, terrible legislation coming out of Washington State, assaults on the Second Amendment, uh, on your personal liberty to be able to defend yourself. It's amazing what's happening. And as you guys hear me tell you things about what's going on, I hope that it moves you to action because Your calls to these legislators, these tyrannical dictators who somehow have ascended to the highest positions of authority in the country are actually making a difference. And I think that the, you know, the, the shots have been fired now from across the country and even around the globe that people are waking up might be the best thing that's going to come out of, uh, of the Rona, you know, honestly. But before I get started today, I was reading this morning in first Corinthians, uh, chapter 10, And I thought it was worth reading to you because so much of what is happening to us in the country right now is a result of the fact that we have walked away from God. We have chosen idols. We're just like the Israelites. And if we think about it, you know, every time we saw a nation fall under judgment, it was because they did what God said, do not do. And that certainly is the case. That's what's happening in in the United States right now. It's certainly what's happening in Europe. But if you look at 1 Corinthians chapter 10, this is, of course, the Apostle Paul writing to the church in Corinth. These guys had huge issues, all right? They were uh, deep into sexual sin. It was inside the church. Does that sound familiar? Uh, so many things that we are seeing coming into the culture right now, the church has either largely ignored or given unbiblical and unsound counsel regarding. And so Paul is addressing this to the church in Corinth. And here's what he said, starting in verse one of first Corinthians chapter 10. I don't want you to forget, dear brothers and sisters, about our ancestors in the wilderness long ago. All of them were guided by a cloud that moved ahead of them, and all of them walked through the sea on dry ground. In the cloud and in the sea, all of them were baptized as followers of Moses. All of them ate the same spiritual food and drank the same spiritual water, for they drank from the spiritual rock that traveled with them, and that rock was Christ. Yet God was not pleased with most of them, and their bodies were scattered in the wilderness. These things happened as a warning to us so that we would not crave evil things as they did or worship idols as some of them did. As the scriptures say, the people celebrated with feasting and drinking and they indulged in pagan revelry. And we must not engage in sexual immorality as some of them did, causing 23,000 of them to die in one day. 
nor should we put Christ to the test as some of them did and died from snake bites. And don't grumble as some of them did and were destroyed by the angel of death. These things happened to them as examples for us. They were written down to warn those of us who live at the end of the age. If you think you are standing strong, be careful not to fall. The temptations in your life are no different than what others experience. And God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. And when you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. Verse 14, so my dear friends, flee from the worship of idols. You are reasonable people. Decide for yourselves if what I am saying is true. When we bless the cup at the Lord's table, aren't we sharing in the blood of Christ? And when we break the bread, aren't we sharing in the body of Christ? And though we are many, we all eat from one loaf of bread, showing that we are all one body. Think about the people of Israel. Weren't they united by eating the sacrifices at the altar? So what am I trying to say? Am I saying that food offered to idols has some significance or that idols are real gods? No, not at all. I am saying that these sacrifices are offered to demons, not to God. And I don't want you to participate with demons. You cannot drink from the cup of the Lord and from the cup of demons too. You cannot eat at the Lord's table and at the table of demons too. What? Do we dare to rouse the Lord's jealousy? Do we think we are stronger than he is? You say, I'm allowed to do anything, but not everything is good for you. You say, well, I'm allowed to do anything but not everything is beneficial. Do not be concerned for your own good, but also for the good of others. And if we skip down to the end of the chapter, verse 31 says, so whatever you eat or drink or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Don't give offense to the Jews or Gentiles or to the church of God. I too try to please everyone in everything I do, I don't just do what is best for me, I do what is best for others so that many might be saved. You know, I I love this chapter of the Bible and certainly there's so many things, there's so many parallels to what's happening in the world right now. But the lessons that Paul was trying to teach the the church in Corinth about idolatry and what happened to Israel as a result of their decision, their cognitive decision, they made a choice to walk away from God. And when they did, that suffering was the result. And that's what we're seeing in the in the church right now. That's certainly what we're seeing in the culture. And so as we continue these conversations about what's happening, it's time for us to do, it's a, a gut check, really a heart check, you know, are we doing what God wants us to do? Are we walking with him in a way that pleases him? Are we listening to his voice? Are we engaging in a way that says, I am an ambassador of Jesus Christ? And I believe, and you guys have heard me say this a whole bunch, that Christians belong in every sphere of influence. We belong in education. We, we You guys, we lost, think about what happened to the entertainment industry when Christians decided, well, that's just too yucky and I'm going to get out of it. I mean, thank goodness for people like uh, Kirk Cameron and Kevin and Sam Sorbo and many other people who have stepped into this fray that is largely owned 
by men and women who do not claim the name of Jesus and who are actually working actively against the cause of Christ and causing people to sin and causing people to stumble. And yet at the same time, when the church fails to address these issues and when Christians decide, hey, I'm just going to sequester myself to the church, we wind up in trouble, particularly if we don't have it in our heart that we need to take very, very strong account of how it is that we are walking with God in the quiet places of our hearts. This is why you guys have heard me say many, many times, I will not participate in a lie. I will not participate in the lie of COVID-19. I believe, and I was just talking to one of our staff members here at Firmly Planted this morning, I think when this is over, you're gonna see a different kind of Nuremberg trial come out of it because the the facade is starting to crack. Most of the people now, I would say upwards of 90% of the people that I know that are getting uh, COVID right now have already been vaccinated. And we're watching the weakness of the church has definitely been exposed. Paul said very, very clearly, do not engage in sexual immorality as some of them did, causing 23,000 of them to die in one day. God is serious about sin. He's serious about it. He knows that we live in this day and age. He knows the temptations that we face. And Paul said, hey, you guys, listen, I understand that you're up against it. You're reasonable people. Flee from the worship of idols. I thought it was interesting that he engaged in a conversation with them saying, you guys get to decide for yourselves if what I'm saying is true. And it it resonated with me, of course, because I spend so much of my time on the air with you guys trying to expose what's happening in the church first, because the Bible teaches us judgment begins in the house of God. I honestly believe we could live to see another great awakening, but it's going to require the the children of God to wake up, get off the bench and onto the battlefield and to tell the truth about what's happening in the world around us right now as it relates to the Bible. And so having challenged the Christians in Corinth to self-discipline, Paul took a look back at Israel, right? And they were in uh, in a race. And Paul describes that race, right? He, he said, you guys, you know, run your race with endurance. We have to be able to run our race in run our race in such a way that we give glory to God, that our lives reflect his glory. Not that we're going to do everything right, but you guys think about what is happening in the quiet places of your heart where no one else is looking. I believe with all of my heart that God is still at work and he desires, because we know this from the Bible, that no one should perish. No, not one. And God has blessed us just like he blessed the children of Israel. And Paul took them back. He said, listen, in the desert, um, God provided you guys. You, You had food and drink. And he actually called those provisions spiritual, meaning that the physical objects were a means of God's grace to the people. This is absolutely the case in the United States. We have been blessed beyond reason, beyond measure. The entire nation has shared in the blessing and privileges of the grace of God. And if you look back to the Israelites who had a similar blessing in spite of all of it, God was not pleased with them because he saw in them a heart of unbelief. And the result was that he scattered their corpses over the desert. At the end of the day, only Caleb and Joshua entered Canaan. They were the only ones who won the prize. And so 
I'm going to encourage you like I always do. Get alone with the Lord, you know, make time to talk with him, to listen to his voice. This is, you know, a large part. I just finished teaching, not teaching, uh, really speaking. I'm not, Sarah Welcome is actually teaching for me at MomStrong International for this month, but I was on the call. We do a Zoom call uh, every single week, every Tuesday. And uh, I got on the call and just encouraged him, you guys be, be real about what's going on in your life. Satan has no authority over you. When you call on the name of Jesus and you take away his power over your life, when you expose something that you're struggling with. So before it takes control of you, you take control of it, give voice to it and say, I need prayer. Pray for me. This is one of the reasons I love the community at, at MomStrong International. By the way, if you guys want to join my community there, uh, you can absolutely do that. MomStrongInternational.com. You can come anytime we do a Zoom call. I try to be on all of them every single week and uh, talking to you know to you about what's happening in the world. And obviously, you know, there are a lot of things going on in the ministry here and in uh, my life and politically. And we like to talk about all those things. But really, I want to give you an opportunity to get some get some feedback, see how we can pray for you. It's just another way that we can communicate with you, and hopefully, it's a blessing. So again, you guys can check that out at momstronginternational.com. Before I leave today, there are several things going on that are extremely concerning to me. I had uh, Berkeley Simmons on the show with me a couple of weeks ago talking about the incredible pressure that the Marine Corps uh, has been under because of these terrible vaccine mandates. And it's coming out, you know, like I said a few minutes ago, the facade and the lie is starting to break. You guys keep the pressure on. Take those things off of your face. They do not help. It part- you're participating in a lie. You're participating in tyranny at this point. And I'm going to have uh, Berkeley come on the show in just a, a few minutes and she'll give you an update. But the Marine Corps, basically, the news that, that came out yesterday was that the Marine Corps had approved its first two religious exemptions to President Biden's uh, vaccine mandate. But some of the Marines aren't considering it a win for religious freedom. So they have received, I think, 3,350 requests for religious exemptions to the mandatory vaccine. As of as of last Thursday, 3,212 had been denied. At least 351 Marines have been discharged for refusing a vaccine. And the Marine Corps said on Monday that hundreds more are going to likely face the same fate. They're not giving information about the two specific approvals because of, you know, privacy. But uh, Representative Daryl Issa from California is demanding more information regarding these two approvals. And he said in an interview that military personnel from all over the country have been reaching out to him and expressing concerns. What the heck is going on? And so... Uh, I've invited Berkeley to come on the show. We're going to talk about this. And then we're going to give you guys some information about how you can fight back against these tyrannical dictates and really stand up for the people that are defending you uh, in our military on the front lines. 
Do you want the best night's sleep you've ever had in your life? Well, after years of trying almost every brand out there, Jay and I switched to the MyPillow mattress, and we are so glad that we did. The MyPillow mattress is a medium firm memory foam mattress that offers excellent support and above average pressure relief and responsiveness. It works well for all sleeping positions and is excellent for anyone suffering from back pain. The MyPillow mattress is made right here in the United States and has a 10-year warranty, a six-month money-back guarantee, and FedEx will deliver it right to your door. It's easy to set up. Just unroll it and watch it come to life. You guys, check it out. See it for yourself for a 60-day trial period. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the Radio Listener Square or call 1-800-447-0541 and use promo code Heidi. MyPillow is made in the USA again, and it comes with a 10-year warranty. So you know it's going to last and it has a 60-day money-back guarantee. So you've got nothing to lose. It's time to start getting the quality sleep we not only want, but we need. Go to MyPillow.com or call 1-800-447-0541 and use promo code Heidi to take advantage of this special offer. That's MyPillow.com, promo code Heidi, H-E-I-D-I, or call 1-800-447-0541. So I'm really glad to have Berkeley Simmons back on the show. A lot of you guys are going to remember that she is the wife of a Marine and has been really instrumental in bringing attention to what is happening to the Marine Corps, which I do not know. It's shameful. It is shameful what is happening. And I asked her to come back on the show because she sent me uh, an article that just came out in Fox News. And the headline reads, and we were talking about this a minute ago, that the Marines' claim of granting two religious COVID-19 vaccine exemptions is leading to even more questions. And Berkeley's on the show to talk to us about it today. Hey, my friend, welcome back. Hey, Heidi, thanks for having me. So tell me a little bit, let's go back because there are going to be some people that didn't hear you the first time you were on. Why did you come on the show in the first place? And let's pick it up to kind of where we are today. Well, um, the, the whole reason, you know, just so all your listeners are aware, we got through the, the firewall of Heidi St. John podcast by the grace of God alone. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I, I reached out to you just to like sound the alarm, like help sound the alarm, tell the American people what is actually happening um, in the military with these COVID-19 ma- uh, mandates that are mm. highly unlawful, highly unconstitutional. And um, like I said, you you texted me and at first it was surreal and then one thing led to another. And so the last time we spoke, and my husband's religious accommodation request had been denied after close to 100 days. And mm. um, he is now in the appeals process in which um, the commandant of the Marine Corps, who ironically is out with COVID. Um, oh, my yeah, goodness. Yeah. Too- what do you know? I <laughs> bet he's vaccinated. He is thrice times, mm. um, I oh believe, my. is what's being reported. But um, mm-hmm. the irony should be lost on no one there. But um so, yeah, uh, since then, the appeal has been submitted. He continues to go to work, my husband, day in, day out, reporting to duty. Um, and, and and again, I say ironically filling in for guys in his unit who are out with positive COVID, you know, um, yep. test. And they've all been at least 
twice vaxxed, sometimes boosted. And yet my husband remains in, in thou- tens of thousands. I mean, that's the yep. thing we, ha- you, we have to understand. This isn't just like one, you know, upset Marine. These are tens of thousands of people in the Department of Defense mm-hmm. that are in this situation, facing separation, loss of pay, loss of benefits, loss of, my husband's been in for almost two decades. He yeah. came in because he saw those towers fall. Mm. Yeah. And it was his call to action. I'm going to go serve my country. And now what does he have left except for maybe the potential of court martial? Right, right. It's shameful. <laughs> it's shameful. It's, it's shameful. And we're discovering now uh, through, you know, various news. So there, there's a crack in the facade now, right? Yes. Yeah. The, and, the dam is starting to crack. And how would you describe that the latest hit to that facade to the dam? How has that come down? Um, well, through the bravery of Congressman Daryl Issa out of California and what he's he's doing and what he's exposing, mm-hmm. um, the Marine Corps is finding themselves really in a lie. Um, it, it appears from this letter that he wrote to the Commandant of the Marine Corps on January 17th that the um, Deputy Director of Operations, Plans, Policies, and Operations at Headquarter Marine Corps submitted court-ordered data to a U.S. District Court in Florida demonstrating two religious exemptions had been granted to two Marines. Mm-hmm. So the question it, is, why? Why? And it turns yeah. out um, we have some brave individuals in the Marine Corps who are sick of this um but they are they are blowing the whistle and they are saying these aren't even like real religious accommodations these Mm -hmm. two accommodations happened according to that article um on fox news as these marines these two marines whoever they are it happened as they were on their way out the door and transitioning into civilian life so, I mean, it's smoke and mirrors. They granted yeah. no one. I mean, you granted two civilians, basically, a religious accommodation. And, yeah. and the Marine Corps, I believe that, um, oh, gosh, who's the guy at the Pentagon? Kirby was out there and spiked mm-hmm. the football, and they beat their chest. And, oh, look, American people, look how great we are. We did this. Mm-hmm. And ISA is questioning it and saying, something is fishy here. And the American yeah. people need to demand answers. Yeah. Yeah. Because we're, we're, we're making, we're forcing the Marines to participate in a vaccine experiment. Basically they are the Guinea pigs. We've seen this happen in the United States before, you know, which is why you see uh, African-Americans so hesitant about the vaccine. They're like, wait a second, you know, we've been part of your stupid uh, shot trials before. And so far the Marines have received over 3000 requests for religious exemptions. And as of last Thursday, almost all of them have been denied. Correct. Right, right. Except for these loan to approvals. And they've discharged at least 351 Marines for refusing the vaccine. What kind of garbage is this? So hats off to uh, Representative Isa out of California because he's basically blowing the whistle and saying, hey, I smell a rat. And he's calling these guys to account. And frankly, they're going to have to answer because he's a representative of Congress, correct? Yeah, that's correct. They can't hide much longer. And when a congressman reaches out to the, you know, the commandant of the Marine Corps and says, hey, General Berger, um, I've got some questions for you. And by the way, they're due in a week. 
mm-hmm. you, you can't just, you know, push the senator, the congressman, in this case, aside and be like, nah, I don't think we're going to answer this one. Mm -hmm. I love that this brave officer said that this is really just deception because even people who are about to retire or about to get out are still being forced to get the vaccine, which is completely nonsensical because if it's about health and readiness and the, the readiness of the force, then why do you care if someone who's about to be a civilian, why do you care if he's got force readiness? Right. Garbage. Well, well, and that that's why the irony of, you know, you've got um, General Milley, you know, I like to call him General Understand White Rage and the Commandant both out right now. You know, they are both out with COVID. Yeah. Prime examples. Prime examples of (laughs) of why. Yeah. Yeah. My husband is a threat to in the unvax. They're a threat to force readiness. Yeah. Because, I mean, you're they're the ones on the sideline, not yeah. the unvaxxed. I mean, yeah. it, it's it is smoke and mirrors. I think they've been caught in a lie mm-hmm. and the American people and especially the ones that they are purging out of mm-hmm. the military deserve an answer. Yeah, absolutely true. And the, and the fact of the matter is this has nothing to do with religious re, these religious accommodations. It's a joke what they're doing because I think that I read somewhere that they have denied at least a dozen chaplains who who rightfully submitted the chaplain. The chaplain submits a religious accommodation and they deny it. Right. Uh, and so this is an arbitrary process. It has nothing to do with sciences. It has nothing to do with health. It's all about control. And Lord only knows what else. And I was just saying right before you came on the show, I actually believe that when this is over, and it will be over, I keep telling people, hang in there because it is going to be over. I hope that we see another Nuremberg trial. You know, yeah. I, yeah. I these people need to go to prison for what they're doing. And this is, a, a you know, rot all throughout our government, through the federal government, the state government. Obviously, this is the rot in our military. It's a shameful time for freedom. And I believe that the pressure of ordinary individuals like the people that are listening to this are making a difference. So, uh, Berkeley, what can you say? There are a lot of people on the show today who are like, for goodness sake, you know, I feel so overwhelmed by it. But yet our voices matter and it's making a difference. So what can we do to keep the pressure on? You know, I've got to say your audience um, has been amazing. One, they've reached out to me um, and just been a network of support, you know, and it, it, it turns out that there's a lot more of us, you know, I've had colonel's wives, uh, captain's wives, enlisted wives, you know, reaching out and being like, hey, this is our situation. We're in this too. Thank you for being a voice. You know, Heidi, I didn't mm. want this platform. God mm-hmm. gave it to me, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, we need people to speak yeah, up and speak out. The, the time is now. And mm-hmm. I think I said this last time on your show, it is time for us to peacefully assemble and, yep. and call our representatives and say, you answer to me. I don't answer to you. You answer to me. And, you know, please vote yes for House Resolution 3860. You know, call, have your listeners pick up the phone, call their um, state representatives who work for them. You know, call your congressman, ISIS, call, call your senators and say, hey, vote yes for House Resolution 3860. This has got to be an issue for the 22 campaign and election season coming up. And, you know, maybe even tell them to tie it to the um, continuing resolution. We're not going to fund the government anymore until we get answers on why you're, you're kicking our brightest and our bravest out of the military. 
Yeah, no, that's exactly right. And for those of you who are not familiar with H.R. 3860, uh, this was sponsored actually by a national hero, Representative uh, Thomas Massey out of Kentucky, Kentucky. Yeah. and sponsored, uh, co-sponsored by uh, by. Marjorie Taylor Greene, by Lauren Boebert, by Chip Roy, by Representative Scott Perry out of Pennsylvania. And it's encouraging to me to see patriots coming forward all over the country. And what this would do would be prohibit any requirement that any member of the armed forces receive a vaccination against COVID-19. So they're basically saying, cut it out. But for un- unfortunately, for tens of thousands of our military who were vaccinated against their will, it's too late. So what they're trying to do now is just say this, put, you know, put the stop on it. So every single person that's listening to this can look it up at congress.gov. It's really, really easy. You guys just Google uh, House Resolution 3860. It'll come up and then you will see right there how you can get a hold of your representative in Congress to say, please support this bill. And, And our voices are mattering. They, they are. And I don't think that um, we would be where we are if it weren't for the American people putting the pressure on their congressmen, on their senators. And a big shout out to those that are brave enough, standing up and fighting it from within. Um, they, they, yeah. they have no voice. They have no champion right now. So it is our job as the American people to say, we've got your back. Yeah, that's right. And now's the time. I mean, you just you just said it so well a minute ago. If uh, now's not the time, then when will be the time? You know, not to speak is to speak, not to act is to act. And I love that uh, that we've over the years have been. You know, we don't. We talked about this before. We are not descended from fearful men, Mm-mm. and we need to speak now. And our brave men and women in uniform need our help. And this is one way to do it. Uh, Berkeley, thank you so much for coming back on the show and updating the listeners as to what is happening. I love to see the facade in this terrible lie this this season. That now we're going into our third year of living under a lie, really, and we see what it we see what it does now. You know, Jesus said, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. And so every single one of us should be committed to pursuing truth. That's how come, you know, I hate the mask. It's right. a lie and I will not participate in a lie. <laughs> and so we have the opportunity as Americans right now to reach out to our representatives of Congress and say, please support House Resolution 3860. And let's see where this takes us. And if people want to figure out where's the best place Berkeley for people to find news and information as it becomes available. Um, I, I gave a shout out to military freedom keepers last time. Um, I will go on and share my personal Instagram because your followers seem to find me anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is awesome and totally fine. And I'll be, I'll be real honest. I try to share it, you know, as, as much information as I get, you know, we're watching this because we have a vested interest in it, right? Like, um, and, and so, um, there, there's, I, I'm always sharing accounts and, and more people to follow that are, you know, jumping on it from different, um, from the army, from, um, the, the Navy, from the Coast Guard. So, I mean, there's a whole network of us out there. Um, so I'm happy to share my, my Instagram is at Berkeley K8. Um, you guys can find me there. It's, I usually always try to keep the most relevant things up there. Um, Awesome. just cause, cause well we and i will link be accountable right like we, yeah, we have to share no. it 
It's right. No, that's right. And that's, I mean, hello, that's what I'm doing. That's what you're doing. And I really appreciate it. I'm going to link back to it in the show notes today. Uh, I so appreciate you coming on. Please tell your husband, thank you for his service and for fighting for freedom. I am very, very impressed by the number of men and women in our armed forces and actually the healthcare workers, the frontline workers across our country, the firefighters, people who are being fired from their jobs. There will be a reckoning. There is a reckoning coming yep. for this, and I am praying it comes sooner rather than later. And in the meantime, we're praying for you guys. We appreciate uh, your your bravery and just standing up and being willing to tell the truth. And we're going to have you back again, and we'll continue the conversation. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thanks, Heidi. You guys want more information on this developing situation? I will link back to these articles and also the letter that was sent to me. Uh, you guys, it's, it's going to be fascinating because you can see with your own two eyes what's happening and you'll see the letter that came out from Repres Representative Isa out of California to uh, General David Berger of the Marine Corps. He's the commandant there. This is fascinating information. Definitely want to take a look at it. I will also link back to Berkeley's Instagram handle in the show notes today. Thank you guys so much for listening and for your activity and your action for freedom. And I will see you back here tomorrow at the intersection of faith and culture. For more encouragement, visit me online at momstronginternational.com. <laughs>